Welcome back to another episode of the Educational AD Podcast. We'll be right back with today's guest, but first, let's hear from our podcast sponsors. We want to say thanks to Final Forms, the industry leader in registration, but Final Forms is more than just forms. Final Forms is a team, it's technology, and they provide your schools with compliance, communication, and risk management solutions. Final Forms can help your stakeholders with things like mobile accessibility, and it has reminders for parents, policies, and physical forms, and all the forms that come with uh, athletics. Final Forms can also help with team communication. It can help with attendance and even certification management for coaches. And for athletic directors, Final Forms can help with eligibility, with rosters, and all the reports that come across your desk. And it does this with secure language translation and ADA compliance. It's time for you to talk to a team that's walked in your shoes. To take the next steps and find out what Final Forms can do for you, go to finalforms.com forward slash Jake. That's finalforms.com forward slash Jake to take the next steps with Final Forms. We also want to say thanks to Huddle. Remember at Huddle, we power sports. Over 200,000 teams use Huddle to help their teams play better using video and analytics. Huddle is the complete performance platform. They have online tools and smart cameras. There's always been analytics, but there's so much more. Huddle is also built for every level of play from club and youth teams all the way through high school and college programs. And even the pros use Huddle to help their athletes perform at the highest level. You're in pretty good company with over 6 million users, including your student athletes. If you want to find out more about what Huddle can do for you and your program and how your school can become a Huddle school, go to huddle.com and talk to their professionals. Remember, at Huddle, we power sports. We also want to thank Gipper. Gipper is the way that coaches, athletic directors, and schools can create world-class marketing content. You can create custom-branded content for your school's social media channels in seconds on any device and without needing any design experience. It's so easy, even I can do it. Go to Gipper.com for more information about their great products and how to create world-class marketing content for your school. We also want to say thank you to Athletic Surveys by Lifetrack. Athletic Surveys by Lifetrack are a quick, easy, and affordable way for you to collect comprehensive data that allows you to evaluate and improve your entire athletic program. Athletic Surveys by Lifetrack also gives you uh, access to the 95% of the players and parents who really love your program, and it gives them a voice to help demonstrate the importance that a quality athletic experience has for them. Go to athleticsurveys.com and check out their testimonials and then give them a call at 1-800-738-6466 or you can email them at info at athleticsurveys.com to get started. If you've never used a survey to take the pulse of your parents or your student athletes, you're really missing out. Talk to the pros at Athletic Surveys by Lifetrack and let them help you take your athletic program from good to great. We also want to thank Hometown Ticketing, the leading digital ticketing provider to schools and colleges. You can find out more about what Hometown Ticketing can do for you and your school by going to hometownticketing.com and talk to their experts. Hometown Ticketing, simple and easy online ticketing. We also want to thank Wall of Fame by Vital Signs. You know, they're on a mission to bring your school's legacy to life. They've got a variety of interactive touchscreen consoles and an entire library of templates to help recognize the athletic achievements of your students, both past and present. Let them help you showcase your school's diverse history and your proudest moments and go to vitalsignswalloffame.com. You can also call them at 614-981-3589 or send them an email at sales at vitalsignswalloffame.com. That's sales at vitalsignswalloffame.com. Let them help you bring your school's legacy to life. We also want to say thanks to Sideline Interactive. Their indoor scoring tables and video boards 
can generate $10,000 every year while also creating the ultimate game day experience for your athletes. Go to sidelineinteractive.com or call 832-786-0302 to schedule a live web demo and see their tables and boards in action. You can also email them at sales at sidelineinteractive.com. That's sales at sidelineinteractive.com. See exactly what their fantastic products can do for you. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of the Educational AD Podcast. We're going out to California today, and our guest is Carlos Reed. Carlos is a certified athletic administrator. He's the athletic director at Bishop O'Dowd High School in Oakland. And uh, we got connected through a mutual uh, friend here in Florida, Lisa Montgomery, uh, who's been on the podcast. But uh, Carlos, welcome to the podcast. Thanks for having me, Jake. Uh, just been looking forward all week to talking to you and uh, excited to be to be on the platform. Oh, well, uh, again, uh, you come very highly recommended. So there's there's no pressure uh, there. Uh, so also, uh, before we get into our uh, uh, commercial spots, um, I want to give a shout out to our newest sponsor, Gipper. Um, uh, for those of you listening, you can't see this, but when you're watching it on YouTube, uh, I have a brand new uh, virtual backdrop that uh, the folks at Gipper designed. And it's just a very small sample of what you as an athletic director can create as far as custom branded content. So uh, more about Gipper later. But uh, Carlos, uh, we always like to let our listeners have a chance to get to know our guests. So give us that five minute bio where you were born, where you grew up and maybe how your path has brought you to Bishop O'Dowd in, in Oakland. Yeah. So, uh, born and born and raised in, uh, Berkeley, California. Uh, so there, uh, uh, went to, you know, all of my schools, public school, all the way up through, uh, the high school, uh, played little league baseball. Uh, and then when I got to high school, I played, played some football as well too, but, baseball player uh all through through and through and uh you know one of those kids that was um you know at the ballpark uh, at 9 a.m when my game was at 3 p.m you know like I was just there all the time uh spent a lot of time there uh and that's just sort of where I felt comfortable and felt passionate about being there uh and so after uh graduating high school I uh, matriculated to UC Santa Barbara uh and graduated from UC Santa Barbara uh actually with the film studies major uh yeah and um and it's really uh where um you know the love of coaching uh started i started uh you know coaching uh there um actually umpiring first for little league and then started coaching while while in college uh and then like literally after i graduated from college my my main goal was to find a job that could uh, land me uh, and be able to coach at my old high school. My little league coach uh, was, the, was the head baseball coach at, at, at my high school. And uh, I, I found a gig, uh, which was um, customer service, uh, you know, uh, customer service gig at a paging, paging company, uh, which some of you might remember pagers. Those are non-existent now, but, uh, you know, I was doing customer service. So if you bought your pager uh, at Circuit City, in the late nineties, I, I might've been one of the customer reps that uh, sort of activated that pager for you, but was coaching there, uh, coaching uh, as a, the third assistant unpaid. Uh, and I found myself at the all league meeting at the end of the year. Uh, I don't have a, I don't have a third assistant coach on any of my staffs right now that are showing up to the all league meetings. Right. Uh, and then I also found myself um, at our section playoff uh, application process. So in the North Coast section, which is the section that that our, our schools are in now, uh, back then uh, coaches would show up uh, into a classroom and they would get on get up on the board and put their rankings. Oh yeah. Uh, you know, and and then there would be a process. Um, and uh, so I found myself there uh, in my first year of coaching, uh, which didn't know that that was going to lead me into uh, my career. Now, like that, literally put me uh, in in a situation. So. Uh, the next year I moved to San Francisco and got a, uh, a administrative assistant job at a high school called Drew School, Drew High School. Uh, and uh, that is a small college prep high school in San Francisco. Uh, and um, 
I was still coaching at Berkeley High. My, the head of school at that time would, would allowed me to travel across the bridge uh, that next spring to coach uh, at my old high school. Uh, and then um, at, at that time, also my 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 mother was in hospice, so it it made sense for me to go over uh, every day um, to the East Bay to to be able to to check in on her, and then also be able to coach. So I did that. Uh, that next summer, my mother passed away, uh, and so there was really not really reason for me to cross the bridge anymore. And so there was a job opportunity, baseball coaching job opportunity at Drew School where I was at. Um, so I took over as a assistant uh, baseball coach and there was a dad who was coaching the team and probably about two to three weeks in, I was the head coach. It was just a pretty natural fit. Uh, and so I ended up coaching uh, baseball at Drew School. Uh, and then the AD at the time says, hey, man, we need a, a girls JV volleyball coach. I've seen you coach baseball. I think you can coach volleyball. I was like, I've never played, but I know how to you know, recognize talent and be, I know how to you know, work with student athletes. And so I started coaching uh, our, our girls JV volleyball team. Uh, and then uh, I guess that was two years into, uh, into that. Um, current AD got a job in Austin and said, hey, I've watched you. Uh, you know, work with our student athletes. I've worked with you as a coach. I really think you can be uh, an athletic director. And so I'm going to put you up for interim or, you know, for, for the job as interim uh, AD and, and present that to the, to our admin. And, and uh, luckily enough for me, I, that was, that was a, a, an opportunity that dropped into my lap. And so that's sort of what set my path forward um, to being now uh, as an AD. So that's sort of how I got, got here. Yeah, again, uh, our regular listeners hear me say this all the time. I just love to hear the stories and how, you know, this event or this twist or turn, you know, has a career defining uh, moment to it. And uh, all those those moments you talk about as a boy, you know, playing and, and coaching, you know, I think we all as in ADs, we try to figure out how can we stay in sports the rest of our lives, you know, because so very few of us uh, are going to play it the rest of our lives, but, you know, becoming coached in ADs allows us to do that. Very, uh, very good stuff. For our listeners, we are visiting today with Carlos Reed. He's a certified athletic administrator. and He's the director of athletics at Bishop O'Dowd High School in Oakland, California. We're going to take a quick break, but we'll be back with some more. Please stay with us. This is the Educational AD Podcast. As I said, we want to thank our newest sponsor, Gipper, for their support. Gipper is the way that athletic directors, coaches, teams, and schools can create world-class marketing content. You can create custom-branded content for your school's social media channel in seconds on any device. And it's so easy, even I can do it. Go to Gipper.com for more information about their great products and start creating world-class content for your school's social media site. Welcome back, everyone, to the Educational AD Podcast. Our guest today is Carlos Reed, the Athletic Director at Bishop O'Dowd High School in Oakland, California. Carlos, you, you took us through that journey uh, that's brought you to Bishop O'Dowd, but uh, share a little bit about that transition from coach to athletic director. You know, you mentioned, and I think this is probably, this happens for a lot of us, you know, the job, we don't go looking for the job, it kind of finds us. Um, how was that? Uh, the expression I like to use is uh, now you're sitting on the other side of the desk. Yeah, um, it, it, it was uh, something that happened gradually. Obviously, I continued to coach um, while I, I became athletic director. Uh, and so I, it was a lot of learning uh, uh, through the fire, right? You know, when things came up. Um, but I just wholeheartedly dove in. It was something that I realized maybe 10 years in, it was like something I had been prepping for, you know, my entire, my life. And it's following, uh, you know, following my passion. And as I said earlier, I was that kid who, um, you know, was at the field the entire time. Uh, I was also the student who when I wasn't playing baseball, um, I was the basketball manager uh, for our, J, uh, for our sorry, junior high uh, basketball team, which happened to play in the same uh, CYO league that Jason Kidd was playing in. So, uh, you know, got to see that firsthand. Uh, and then that also sort of moved into high school where when I wasn't playing baseball, I found myself, you know, 
watching, you know, obviously at the gym, watching the volleyball team play, watching our basketball team, uh, specifically our girls basketball team at Berkeley High, uh, or, you know, in the state championships two or three years in a row. Uh, during that same time, obviously, Jason Kidd is in the area. So his team is playing, you know, uh, along, you know, after our girls team are playing, uh, our girls team is playing uh, Morningside High, which had Lisa Leslie, you know, the year in which she scored 100 points in the game. So like you look back and you, you see all these, 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 this passionate stuff that I, you know, was doing. And I said, hey, man, this thing landed in my lap. I was meant to, to be here for this because this I'm so passionate about it. So I dove, uh, you know, hard, hard into it, uh, you know, just learning everything that I could. Uh, and if I didn't know anything, uh, there were people, you know, there were people in, in our league, uh, specifically um, Anthony Thomas, who's who's a great friend and mentor of mine, um, and also, you know, co co founder of Nomad, along me and a couple other brothers um, that that started that a year and a half ago, two years ago. Um, so I would, you know, rely on Anthony quite a bit in my early years. That so we were in this happened. I was fortunate enough to be in the same league as him and and be able to pull from him. Um, so yes, that transition. Um, was one that I that I just dove in and uh, sort of didn't really uh, take any breaks from. <laughs> uh, it was something that that I really was passionate about and really enjoyed. And um, you know, things uh, that were easy to me, obviously, uh, was just relating to coaches because I was a coach and current current coach. So just being able to to do that. Some of the harder things, obviously, something that I I didn't um, have any. Uh, uh, education on was the budgeting side of it. So uh, having to, to, to lean into that and, and learn, you know, learn how to prepare budgets and how to create budgets. Um, fortunate enough for me, I landed in a space where, um, you know, we didn't have to raise money for our program. Uh, the money, you know, so it was a, it's an independent high school. Uh, and so, you know, people are paying tuition and those tuition dollars go directly in into to the athletic budget. So uh, that part um, I wasn't, uh, you know, having being asked to do, um, but I've later, you know, learned on, uh, learned later how to um, uh, sort of network with certain uh, folks right. and, and donors and, and, and being able to work those angles uh, for the benefit of, of the school. So I would say, you know, the transition, it was quite a blur actually, because it happened so fast. Uh, and I just sort of just fell in my lap. And I, I, the one thing, uh, the school that I was that I started at, Drew School, was not known for its athletic program. Uh, it, when I took over, had never had a team that made our section playoffs. Uh, oh, wow. And you know, in high school, you know, which was in the same section, the North Coast section, uh, that was something that, as a goal, we had every year. You know, for our team, like that's what we wanted to do. And I took over this athletic program and, and those students, athletes had no idea what the North Coast section was uh, and, and what those playoffs were because they had never, you know, even sniffed it, uh, you know, had never been a possibility. And so, uh, so my sort of uh, mantra or goal um, was always to, to, to make sure that those teams and those student athletes sort of knew what the end goal for their season was. Uh, and fortunate enough for us, we were able to have some teams that qualified for the playoffs. There was a few teams that won some section playoffs, you know, so it was a, creating a lot of firsts for um, for our program. Uh, I would also say, uh, and something that um, uh, that has uh, been quite eye-opening for some folks when I talk to them about this, but we had no athletic facilities at all on our campus. Like literally the only athletic facility on our campus was my office. And so um, I had to, you know, that was another difficult part was make, you know, negotiating those relationships with the city of San Francisco. Um, and in particularly um, the gym space that we rented uh, Booker T. Washington Community Service Center. Uh, and so just building those relationships um, to the point where, uh, you know, eventually Booker T. Washington uh, was up for uh, reconstruction. And so we were able to help uh, make sure that that new building was to, to come across. Uh, and so there was a new gym that was built, which then included our school logo uh, sort of on the floor. Uh, and even pre actually even previously, before the gym was built, we negotiated uh, re reconditioning the floor. And when we did that, we got our logo as well uh, and our colors, at least um, on that floor uh, in the older building. Uh, and then that transitioned to when we opened up a new space, uh, which had our logo. And it was basically a you know a home gym for our volleyball 
uh, and basketball teams and badminton teams. So, uh, I mean, it, it definitely was a lot of work, um, but it was something that uh, with the help of, you know, once again, uh, mentors from all across the country and specifically, you know, making sure that I was at uh, those NIAAA uh, meetings in Denver, the, the conference uh, where I learned a lot and and just leaned on folks uh, to help sort of make that transition uh, as best smoothly as it could be. It's got to be really satisfying to see and looking back uh, the growth that's occurred. Uh, one of the things that really stuck out for me was, you know, your student athletes, um, they didn't know what they didn't know. They didn't know about the playoffs. So what a great uh, experience that must have been for them to uh, experience it for the first time, you know. Yeah, and and when I you know moved on from that school to Bishop O'Dowd, I mean that that was sort of like what stood out for me is just them you know leaving that that school in the, in the sense where you know it was you know that program was better than sort of when I found it right uh, and uh, in a space where you know uh, those students were expecting for some of those teams to make North Coast Section playoffs every year right so that was pretty cool. Oh, absolutely! I think that's the goal for all of us. We we want to leave it better. Uh, than it was last year. Definitely, if we're moving on, leave it better for the next person. For listeners, our guest today is Carlos Reed, Certified Athletic Administrator and the Athletic Director at Bishop O'Dowd High School in Oakland, California. We're going to take another break, but please stay with us. This is the Educational AD Podcast. We also want to thank Final Forms for their support. Final Forms is the industry leader in registration, but Final Forms is more than just forms. Final Forms is a team, it's technology, and it provides schools with compliance, communication, and risk management solutions. Final Forms can help your stakeholders with things like mobile accessibility, and it has reminders for parents about policies, about physicals, and all the forms that go with athletics. Final Forms can also help uh, your uh, coaches with their certification management. It can help with eligibility. It can help with rosters and all the reports that come across your desk. And it does this using secure language translation and it's ADA compliant. You know, it's time for you to talk to a team that's walked in your shoes. To take the next steps and find out what Final Forms can do for you, go to finalforms.com forward slash Jake. That's finalforms.com forward slash Jake to get started and find out exactly what Final Forms can do for you. Welcome back to the Educational AD Podcast. Carlos, we always ask our athletic director guests about the mentors that they've had in their life. Uh, leadership and mentorship is such an important aspect to our job, and none of us get where we're at on our own. So who are some of the mentors that you've had that have kind of helped you along the way? Yeah, I mean, first and foremost, it always starts with our parents, right? Uh, they set us up um, for success. And uh, in particular, my dad was my baseball coach, you know, uh, from the age of seven through the age of 13. And, uh, you know, just having uh, having him coach me, uh, I still, you know, uh, sort of lean on 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 those uh on those, 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 those coaching moments for me, uh, you know, I, I, I just use those with my two sons now, right. Uh, when, when coaching them, uh, with baseball and talking about baseball. And then obviously my mom, uh, was just such, uh, the backbone of our household and held it down, uh, for us and, and, and showed, um, showed me how to grow through some things. Uh, and, and I watched her, uh, just become the best person she could be um, until she uh, eventually passed away. But first and foremost, parents. Uh, and then you have those mentors that don't necessarily know that they're uh, a mentor to you. Uh, and I mentioned our girls basketball team in high school. Um, their longtime legendary coach, Gene Nakamura, um, led them through so much, uh, you know, so many championships and so much uh, accomplishments and just watching him from afar, um, even though he didn't coach me specifically, but just the way he ran his team, talking to my friends who were on that team and, and talking about, you know, sort of just the structure of, um, of their practices and just uh, how they, they acted as a unit. Um, I, I really was uh, living through them uh, because we sort of weren't having that same uh, experience on our baseball team. Uh, but yeah, Coach Gene Nakamura, uh, who's still around and, and, and still a great uh, mentor, 
Uh, and I've been able to tell him that too personally, uh, which meant a lot uh, to me. Uh, and then, uh, I, as I mentioned earlier, uh, a mentor to many uh, in, in the athletic uh, administrative field now, but um, Coach Anthony Thomas um, uh, has been the, the biggest influencer of my uh, athletic director career. Uh, I mean, you know, every time I have something uh, that I'm questioning, uh, even to this day, uh, I can text him uh, and ask him about it. Um, I can, uh, you know, run uh, blueprints by him. I mean, anything. He's just done done it for so long, and in so many different places. He's had he has a sort of um, the ability to. He's had the ability to be in different school settings, uh, so he sort of has a background uh, in all that. So he it's something that I, I lean heavily on um, as far as a mentor. As far as yeah, mentor as far as in my current career now. You know, I always love it when people say that they're still in touch with the mentors that they've had. Um, looking, uh, turning that prism around, uh, is there anybody on your staff uh, or in the profession that, you know, you see yourself being a mentor to? Well, yes, I, I've been fortunate enough to, to be in athletic administration for, for over 20 years now. Uh, and um, I've had the ability to, to um, interact with quite a few folks um to be able to uh mentor and talk through and also learn from as well too right so when you're mentoring folks you're also uh learning as well too you're re maybe relearning something that you sort of had thought you had a handle on previously when you're talking through somebody and they're asking you questions you're sort of like oh yeah maybe it, it should go this way right uh you're you know you're learning stuff but yeah there there are uh quite a few uh, folks that that um, that I've met um, throughout the years uh, and going to, uh, but specifically, um, I was fortunate enough to to be paired up with um, Hillary Kiger, who's our associate athletic director here um, at our school, and we've we've partnered really well uh, to run this program the last two years. So this is only my second year at O'Dowd. My first year uh, was uh, the 20, 2021 school year. Uh, so, uh, you know, we did not have athletics uh, here in the state of California, at least in Northern California, until about uh, we weren't allowed actually on our campus to do anything until November. And then we didn't start our athletic teams until March. So I sort of had from basically when when COVID shut shut everything down, uh, which was, you know, March of 2020, I was offered the job in February of 2020. And then by April of 2020, I was working in two uh, different athletic departments. I was finishing out, uh, you know, and prepping at my previous school, and then also here meeting with coaches and specifically our, you know, our athletic department staff. We were meeting weekly uh, to figure out sort of what we were going to do when we got the go ahead to get athletics going back. So that time was spent, uh, you know, was valuable. Uh, it definitely helped uh, the learning curve for me moving from Drew School to Bishop O'Dowd. Uh, but specifically working with Hillary um, to help sort of bring into fruition everything that she's wanted to do as an athletic administrator. Um, we actually just hired. Um, so the person that I replaced here on campus uh, was a longtime athletic director here, uh, Mike Bowler. He was here for you know over 30 years. Uh, and, and when I was hired, he stayed on staff um, to, to help us out with some game management and athletic stuff as his uh, sort of, you know, uh, contract years sort of um, helped out. So he's definitely been a big mentor to me as far as moving into this space here. Um, but he is now re fully retired. And so we created a new position, um, which we sort of um, sort of uh, figured that we needed here specifically, you know, by, you know, being here, you know, once again, for two years, sort of identifying things and, and spaces where there were some gaps. Uh, and our school has had a tradition of uh, a longstanding tradition of being very excellent um, on the athletic field and academically, but athletically very um, to the point where it actually, you know, affected <laughs> my high school uh, experience as well, too. But, um, you know, we hired uh, uh, hired uh, this uh, new position. It's an athletic director for sports of sports information. And so. Uh, it's basically uh, someone who's going to be doing some athletic administrative stuff and, and doing, you know, those things that we do as athletic directors, but mainly focused on the promotion um, of our of our athletic teams and making sure that just because there's one coach who's really good at social media and another coach who is not uh, and those 
social media platforms look totally different. This is going to bring everyone's together and, and make sure that we're spreading the love equally uh, amongst all our teams. So Kyle Nishimoto um, is the gentleman who we just hired, and he will also be uh, part of the staff here and definitely be uh, one that I'll, I'll be mentoring uh, in the field here. And so I, there are quite a few, uh, too many to really to name, um, but I, I definitely um, come across folks all the time and, um, you know, put them on to the certain things that I'm doing or certain things that they should be looking for. Um, but I, I would not be the person that I am without mentors in my life. So I, I want to push that forward and, and pass that along as well. Yeah. Well, at some point you're going to have to get uh, Hillary and Kyle uh, on the podcast for their own episode. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Sounds good. <laughs> we're going to take another quick break. Uh, our guest today is Carlos Reed, certified athletic administrator and the AD at Bishop O'Dowd High School in Oakland, California. Please stay with us. This is the Educational AD Podcast. We also want to say thanks to Huddle. Remember at Huddle, we power sports. Over 200,000 teams use Huddle to help their teams play better using video and analytics. Huddle is the complete performance platform. They have online tools. They have smart cameras. Uh, they've always had analytics, but there's so much more. Huddle is also built for every level of play, from club and youth teams all the way through high school and college programs. And even the pros use Huddle to help their athletes perform at the highest level. You're in pretty good company with over 6 million users, including your student athletes. You want to find out more about what Huddle can do for you and your program and how your school can become a Huddle school, go to Huddle.com and talk to their professionals. Remember, at Huddle, we power sports. We're back with Carlos Reed from Bishop O'Dowd High School. Um, Carlos, as we were heading into that break, uh, or I guess after we had uh, done the break and the commercial setup, uh, you mentioned that uh, you're actually partners with a couple of our sponsors. Go ahead and give them a quick shout out. Yeah, so definitely um, Huddle. We just uh, were, I was able to um, propose to our administration to be a franchise partner with Huddle. Uh, our teams had been using Huddle. Uh, but not all of our programs here. And so uh, it was just something that I, I, I see and know um, as a great tool to learn uh, for our student athletes um, and our families to, um, to providing that access for, to that video and then for our coaches to be able to teach. I mean, I single-handedly watched our, our boys basketball team uh, sort of utilize uh, this when they were struggling. I mean, and I'm sort of on all of the the notifications and, and, and our coach uh, has um, his players create a playlist of whatever they're working on uh, through huddle and they, you know, send it out to the team. And so they can talk about that when practice happens. So using huddle, uh, definitely um, I see multiple benefits uh, for that. Uh, we also just um, uh, changed uh, from, for our athletic registration to final forms. Uh, we are now using final forms. Uh, so just launched that. Um, less than a month ago and so we're having our our new students obviously didn't know what the old platform was so they're they're sort of like this is what they do and then it's sort of getting our our um, upperclassmen to be able to to transition over and and get them to start uh, registering there uh, and then uh, uh, Gipper which I came across the platform in in Denver at the NIAAA conference uh, we we um, have uh, partnered with Gipper as well and, and utilizing that. And Kyle is going to be specifically, uh, you know, utilizing that Gipper platform to make sure that our social media and all of our things that are going out from our athletic department um, have that clean, clean look from Gipper. Uh, and then uh, just really excited to also partner um, with these organizations um, uh, with 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 uh, Nomad, which I am a co-founder of, National Organization of Minority Athletic Directors, uh, we have um, also worked. We're gonna be working. We just you know launched uh, our Gipper uh, partnership as well as Hometown Ticketing, uh, and so we're really excited uh, about those partnerships um, for uh, our our organization that I'm helping lead. And then Huddle has been great um, in supporting uh, the our platform as well as the global community of women in high school sports. Uh, Huddle has done a great job of, of helping support that platform and bringing 
uh, us to, to, to recognition across the nation. So really excited to work with these partners, not only uh, in my you know, school setting, but also uh, you know, for organizations that I'm a part of outside of my school. Uh, I really appreciate you sharing uh, that. Uh, I think it's one thing for our listeners to, to hear me talk about our sponsors, and they know they've heard me say it enough. I've used every single one of our uh, platforms or programs, and they're all great. Uh, but it, I think it's nice to hear an, an AD, one of our guests uh, that's still on the front lines, uh, utilizing them. So again, for our listeners, reach out to all our sponsors. We think they do a great job. Let's jump back into the podcast. Um, our next talking point, uh, Carlos, uh, share a little bit about your journey with the NIAAA. Um, you know, becoming a CAA, it's not an overnight thing. It's not, you know, fill out an online form and they mail you your certificate. It's a, an actual certification program. So talk a little bit about that journey. Yeah, so um, that journey started with, uh, you know, with a nudge from from my mentor Anthony Thomas saying hey man you got to get your school to get you out out here like you, you know you've done this for a couple of years uh, but in order for you to grow as an athletic uh, administrator uh, you're going to need to start uh, coming to this national AD conference every year uh, and so I don't remember the year I don't remember the first city that I was in but I I, I just remember uh, you know how refreshing it was to be around uh, a bunch of athletic administrators um, who are in the same boat, might not be the same size school, might not have the same teams they're dealing with, but it might, might have be someone who has, you know, 10,000 worth of facilities, or it might be someone like me that has no facilities at all on, on campus, but we still had a common thread of being athletic administrators and, and learning from each other uh, each year going out. So it's something that, that I'm, I, you know, I haven't missed since that first one I went to, I've been lucky enough uh, for my school to provide for me uh, to be able to go to the two schools that I've worked at. And I've learned uh, a tremendous amount. Uh, somewhere in there, I had taken enough um, uh, courses, uh, you know, being able to, to take those LTI courses. And I, at some point I had enough and I was like, all right, I guess it's time for me to uh, apply for my CAA. Uh, and uh, so I just sort of gathered all my materials together uh, and sent that in and, and uh, was able to take the test at our state conference, which I was also going to as well to um, our CSADA, uh, was able to take the test there, um, administered by another great AD. I don't know if you've had her on, on, on your platform or not, but Jean Ashkin out of Salinas, California. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah, Jean is an amazing person, um, which is somebody I also should have mentioned uh, as a mentor. She's been a mentor of mine as long as I've traveled. I met her uh, at the NIAAA conference and every year we have great conversations and, and Jean is, a, is an amazing person. Um, and so, um, but yeah, she administered our test and, and uh, was, was uh, a certified athletic administrator uh, at that point. I don't remember the year, um, they all seem to blend in. But just the experience um, at NIAAA, um, I've been around long enough now to also be a part of uh, the endowment committee uh, I had, you know, once again, you find yourself passionate about things and, and there was a group of athletic directors uh, from Northern California that was running in the fun run every year. And uh, I am not a person that runs. Uh, it's not fun to me to run. <laughs> but, um, you know, I found myself outside supporting uh, that fun run and, and specifically the, the, the ADs from the North Coast section. Uh, until the point where it became a running joke that we actually were the national champions of that fun run because we had so many members finishing uh, in the top. So I, I, I do have a national championship that uh, we claim. But anyway, being out there, one of our um, uh, uh, members uh, from, from North Coast section, uh, Steve Amaro, you may know him as well too. Uh, he's uh, been, uh, if you don't, you should definitely get him get him on there. He's now moved on to uh, be assistant principal, uh, but as an, he still writes uh, for the, for the, the, for the magazine. And I, um, why am I blanking now? The NIAAA magazine or the, the NFHS magazine, there's right. articles, uh, in there he writes, actually he, me and him co-wrote an article, uh, that got, um, uh, put out this year as well too. But anyway, he was, um, you know, finishing a run and they, uh, he was, uh, you know, sort of connected 
with the committee chair of the endowment committee at that point. And he, the, the endowment committee chair had mentioned to him that they were looking for members. And Steve goes and points right to me uh, and says, hey, that's your next member right there. So the next year I applied. Uh, and so now I've been five or five years on the endowment committee, uh, helping uh, specifically put on the golf tournament every year. Uh, and, and now since uh, we were in Denver this year, we didn't, we didn't have space for a golf tournament. Uh, so we went to um, Top Golf, which is a great event uh, for our folks, and we're looking at doing that in Nashville as well too. We're going to be uh, putting on our uh, fundraiser for the endowment committee. So uh, obviously, like uh, my experience now is a lot different um, going to the NIAAA conferences uh, than when I previously started. I was soaking up a lot of uh, knowledge uh, in my first few years, and now I'm you know working the whole entire time, uh, selling pins. Uh, you know, doing doing a bunch of stuff for the endowment committee. Um, so uh, it's amazing. Uh, and now, you know, adding um, adding the, the 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 nomad factor into uh, the um, the conference now is, is amazing to be able to connect with people who I've met, you know, for the first time in Denver, which we've sort of been felt like I've known each other for a long time, you know, because we spent a lot of time virtually here, like we're on this platform now. Uh, but to meet them in Denver and provide space. Uh, for those folks um, who are who are underprivileged and underrepresented um, in these spaces well, has been amazing, and we're looking forward to uh, our our next uh, meeting in person in, in Nashville during the NIAAA conference. Yeah, and I really appreciate you sharing uh, those different components of your experience because it underlines one of the uh, I think important principles for young ADs, especially and all ADs, but young ones, get involved you know, uh, volunteer to be on a committee, make those connections, you know, a lot of those connections, as you say, they come during uh, a workshop across a table or, or in an informal setting, it doesn't have to be uh, an invitation to to a meeting. So again, get involved, very good stuff. And I wouldn't be doing my job uh, as a longtime member of the certification committee, if I didn't encourage you, hey, make sure you're working on that CMAA too. Yep. <laughs> For, for our sure. listeners, uh, our guest today is Carlos Reed, Certified Athletic Administrator and uh, Director of Athletics at Bishop O'Dowd High School in Oakland, California. Also, as you just heard, very active with our national organization. Going to take another quick break, but we'll be back with some more. Please stay with us. This is the Educational AD Podcast. Hey, we want to thank Sideline Interactive for their support of the podcast. You know, it's becoming harder and harder to fund an athletic department, but Sideline Interactive's indoor scoring tables and video boards can generate money for your department and create the ultimate game day experience in your gym. Go to sidelineinteractive.com or call 832-786-0302 to schedule a live web demo. You can also email them at sales at sidelineinteractive.com and see exactly what their fantastic products can do for you. That's sales at sidelineinteractive.com. Welcome back, everyone. We're visiting today with Carlos Reed from Bishop O'Dowd High School in Oakland, California. Carlos, one of the things we try to do with the podcast is this idea of sharing best practices. So I'm going to put you on the spot. What are some things that you, you do at your school that you're particularly proud of? Jake, yeah, I think uh, really excited about what we've been able to create here um, at O'Dowd uh, in the last, uh, in the two years that I've been here. So as I stated earlier, uh, when I came in, we had no athletic program going on. You know, the COVID uh, was running rampant and in and, and California, you know, we, we didn't, you know, have anything going. Uh, I know other states had decided to, to, to pick up and, and, and keep going into that, that, uh, that school year. But we here in California didn't, didn't have anything going uh, other than Zoom meetings with coaches, uh, Zoom meetings with coaches with their, with their teams. Uh, actually, on our campus, we weren't even um, allowed to do uh, you know, uh, workouts here. Uh, we just were, were playing it safe. Um, and so during that time, we, we spent a lot of time figuring out, like, you know, how can we provide something uh, to our athletes and our, and our families and our coaches um, that would uh, not only be something that we were doing while we didn't have athletics, but something that we would want to continue um, to do. So 
what was really excited, um, exciting to do uh, is we created a program called Advanced Athletics. Uh, and Advanced Athletics um, is a professional development uh, program for our student athletes um, and our coaches. And so we were able, um, you know, over Zoom to be able to create workshops uh, for our kids, uh, our student athletes and our coaches um, to, to learn from uh, things that maybe some of your best coaches can incorporate in a season and some coaches maybe not have the time to do it. So it was a way in which we could create uh, an experience for every single one of our Dragon athletes uh, to, to be able to have by the time they graduate. Uh, and so we had, um, you know, several workshop topics uh, that we were able to pull off uh, during the 2021 school year. Uh, we had, um, once again, uh, courses in which we met just directly with, with our uh, coaches. And then we had some that we met directly with student athletes. And then we even had one where we sort of, in, in our third uh, meeting, we combined the two uh, with our coaching staff and our, and our athletes. Uh, this year, we were able to, uh, we were back in a, in a regular school calendar and those monthly uh, Zooms uh, were not able to take place, but we were able to do three different uh, um, athletic, I'm sorry, uh, advanced athletics workshops. Uh, and uh, we were excited to, to celebrate uh, the 50th anniversary of Title IX. So two of our, our workshops focused uh, on that. Uh, and uh, we had our, our, our third one, which was uh, in person, our, our winter one had to be uh, virtual, but our third, third one was in person, at least third in person with our speaker. Um, our second workshop was here on campus with our athletes, but it was in a virtual platform. Uh, but our, our third uh, one was we were able to have a legendary Cal field hockey coach come on and talk about her experience uh, with Title IX, not only as um, a student athlete, but as a coach. Uh, and so we were just able to, you know, some op open some eyes uh, and, and get some information to these young athletes uh, and some of which maybe had no idea what Title IX was and how it affected them. And so, uh, so yeah, so really excited about our advanced athletics program, something that we're going to continue to do. Uh, and then um, throughout uh, last year, uh, as we talk about mentoring and, and, and uh, advocating and, and allowing for folks to grow. Um, our uh, associate athletic director, um, Hillary Kiger, which I mentioned earlier, uh, was able to um, launch a leadership class here on our campus. So on our campus, we have multiple groups, uh, the campus ministry team. Uh, there's several senior level uh, classes that, are, that, that um, our student, students can apply to get into. Uh, and so we created uh, SALT, which is Student Athletic Leadership Team. And this course is, is being, is a year long course. It's being led by, by Hillary Kiger. Uh, and um, she did an amazing job uh, this year with that, with that group of kids. Um, and uh, they really uh, refocus, you know, coming back into a regular school year with playoffs and, and all those things that we didn't have last year. It was great to have that group uh, sort of on our campus, they reinvigorated the the spirit um, on our on our campus. You know, they created uh, you know game game day uh, colors and and just so much excitement about about um, our games uh, that was not here previously. I mean, I wasn't here to experience that, but just hearing from from folks that have been around just just talked about. But they also grew and learned about uh, themselves um, as leaders. They interviewed uh, alumni. To figure out sort of what their passion was and they created projects around that uh, and it all culminated um, a couple of weeks ago and 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 they're going their ceremony of graduating from salt uh, was a, a dinner uh, where they got up and spoke about their journey um, as a student athlete and 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 where they're going um, multiple of them are, are going to play on at the next level so those are two things that uh, you know have been created since i've been here uh, at the school um, and it's just really exciting to, to see them grow. And I can't, you know, can't wait to just be more involved in, and push those things out there, but really excited about those two, two things. Yeah, the, the student athlete leadership teams, and they go by a lot of different names, right. um, always a great, great addition to an athletic uh, department. Um, 
Carlos, if one of our listeners, and we'll do this at the end of the show too. Uh, if one of our listeners wanted to reach out, pick your brain a little bit uh, and listeners, I encourage you to do so. You know, here's a guy who's uh, uh, involved at the national level on national committees, uh, his involvement with Nomad. Um, how can they get in touch with you? Yeah, so best would be email. Uh, and that is creed at bishopodowd.org. So once again, creed at bishopodowd.org. I always get told, I, did, I never watched, the, maybe it's The Office or something like that. They were like, oh man, you have a great email. I, I, I don't watch it. So well, when I got that uh, email, everybody said that. So, but yeah, creed at bishopodowd.org. I mean, Creed is a great character from that yeah. sitcom, but it, it could also be the uh, the uh, pop group, uh, you know, right. the musical yes. group too. So uh, <laughs> yeah. anyway, uh, thanks uh, for giving that out. And again, we'll do that at the end of the podcast. Uh, for our listeners, we're visiting today with Carlos Reed, and we'll be back with some more. Please stay with us. This is the Educational AD Podcast. We also want to say thanks to our good friends at Hometown Ticketing, the leading digital ticketing provider to schools and colleges. You can find out more about what Hometown Ticketing can do for you and your school by going to hometownticketing.com and talk to their experts. Hometown Ticketing, simple and easy online ticketing. Welcome back, everyone. Again, our guest is Carlos Reed, Certified Athletic Administrator and the Director of Athletics at Bishop O'Dowd High School in Oakland, California. Carlos, one of our original talking points um, has to do with this idea of uh, social awareness. And, and my question has been this, how can athletic directors or leaders do a better job of being socially aware for their community their kids their coaches their parents uh, do you have any advice for us yeah I mean I just you just have to get out out and um, know sort of what's going on in the community by being around like you, you you can't be one of those those folks that's just stuck behind the computer and being great about you know getting things set up and getting you know getting things there which is all a part of the job that we have to do but you need to get out uh, and be in situations with your student athletes and your coaches um, that are not necessarily uh, the normal uh, settings, right? I mean, obviously you're going to be at games, uh, you're going to be there, but you need to be around and, and check in on on them to see how they're doing uh, in the classroom. Uh, stepping in the classroom, just checking in uh, to see, you know, what's going on. And for those of us who don't have to teach, I'm full time athletic director. I don't have to teach a class, so I understand that I have a little bit more flexibility to be able to do things like that. But for those of us who have the ability to spend some time uh, in a classroom or just, you know, be around in the hallway uh, when they're passing time or just just sort of noticing and, and making note uh, of what you see um, with your student athletes. I think I've, I've built a great career on just having great relationships uh, with, with, with my student athletes, obviously coaching some, but not coaching all and just being around and, and noticing things. Um, you know, as an athletic director, you have to see the bigger picture you have to see outside of what a coach who's really focused on their team uh, and where they want them to go but you need to see other things body language uh, things that are happening uh, with those student athletes so you can pull them aside and say hey I noticed you you know you did that during this time of the game you know what's going on is there something you know you want to talk about or you know just being around uh, uh, and and being able to identify certain things I also think it's really important um, to understand that each one of your student athletes or even one of your coaches, uh, specifically in this time and age, um, have gone through a lot. Uh, and we have to be in the business of care. Uh, we have to make sure that our student athletes are taking care of themselves. That's why I'm really excited about our athletic, af advanced athletics program, which has a component um, that speaks to mental health uh, of our coaches and our, and our, um, our student athletes. But we, we are in the business of care. We have to make sure that that are our people that that um, that are, are are running these programs and that are participating in these programs are are taking care of themselves and have the ability to know how to identify or ask for help when they do. Um, so being socially aware uh, about what is going on on your campus, um, you obviously um, have to have a great relationship uh, with the counselors that are uh, on your on your 
uh, campus. You also have to have a great relationship with, with your dean of students or your assistant principals uh, and even the, the faculty and staff. Uh, those are things that that um, are very important. And I know I'm speaking to the choir here and most of you are doing that, but it's just really important, uh, specifically as if, if there's a new athletic director uh, listening here, the relationships that you build uh, on your campus are huge. You can't, you can't be seen as a separate part of your campus. The athletic program is a part of the whole educational experience uh, and you have to include those, um, everyone, uh, to help make a, the most successful, uh, you know, uh, program. You also have to, since we are in the business of caring for people, you also have to care for yourself uh, and being socially aware of where you are in, in the day. You need to, to be aware um, of, of your surroundings and making sure that you are taking care of yourself so you can take care of others. So finding time uh, to break away, finding time or finding other people um, who can help you sort of center yourself uh, in moments of stress. Uh, those, those are things that are very important. Um, and having a life outside of, of, of your job, to me, is, is one of the most important things. I, I've, I pride on myself in being able to do other things um, outside of my career uh, and outside of my school um, so that when I do uh, come back or when I do I have ability to take a break and and uh, you know be able to take care of myself and 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 do the job, uh, and then the last thing is is you, the, there is just um, a need to make sure that that each one of your coaches um, and student athletes feel at home in your school, uh, and that means sometimes uh, that you have to take uh, advantage of the educational opportunities that are that are there for you to make sure that you are able to connect with uh, your coaches in ways in which uh, you may not have grown up uh, the same way they, that they have, um, but you need to lean into to that discomfort uh, and, and find ways in which you can connect with your coaching staff uh, and, and your student athletes as well. Uh, being able to, uh, if you don't understand something that's going on uh, currently in our nation, then you need to seek out uh, you know, seek out that, that information and that, and that education so you can better help your students cope uh, with what's going on, uh, you know, currently. Uh, I do think it's really important and, and, and that's ways in which I think the athletic uh, sort of administrator uh, position has grown uh, in the years. I think before it was about throwing the ball, balls on the field and letting them, you know, folks go play. And I think there's a lot more going on uh, in this day and age that we have to do. So that's just a small talking points on that, short talking points. Oh, I really appreciate you sharing your heart on that. Some really great advice for uh, all of our listeners. You know, Carlos, this has been really cool getting to know you. And uh, again, we mentioned we've got a mutual friend, Lisa Montgomery, that, uh, yes. that hooked us up. Yes. But we're not done yet. Uh, we okay. always like to wrap up with the athletic director toolbox. And we've already established you're an experienced AD, but when we come back from the break, um, we're going to uh, listen to a little commercial from Athletic uh, Surveys by Lifetrack. They sponsor our AD toolbox. Uh, when we come back, uh, we're going to find out what Carlos Reed is going to put in his athletic director toolbox. So please stay with us. This is the Educational AD Podcast. We want to thank Athletic Surveys by Lifetrack for sponsoring the Athletic Director's Toolbox segment of the podcast. Athletic Surveys by Lifetrack are a quick, easy, and affordable way for you to collect comprehensive data that allows you to evaluate and improve your entire athletic program. Athletic Surveys by Lifetrack also gives the 95% of the players and the parents who really love your program a voice, and it lets them demonstrate the importance that a positive athletic experience has for them. Go to athleticsurveys.com and check out their testimonials and then give them a call at 1-800-738-6466 or you can email them at info at athleticsurveys.com to get started. If you've never used a survey to take the pulse of your parents or your student athletes, you're really missing out. Talk to the folks at Athletic Surveys by Lifetrack and let them help you take your athletic program from good to great. Welcome back, everyone. We've been visiting with Carlos Reed from Bishop O'Dowd High School in Oakland, California. 
Carlos, uh, now it's time. Um, what three tools are going to go into your new athletic director toolbox? Well, the first, first and foremost for me is, um, it's what got me to be where I am now. And it's, it's still in my toolbox and it, it's just the passion, the passion, uh, to, to give back, uh, to the game, which you maybe grew up playing the passion to give, give pass forward, uh, you know, life lessons to your student athletes or the passion that you have to, to make sure that, that the, your coaches are getting the support that they need. Uh, but the, the passion, uh, for it is just what has led me, uh, to be where I am now. I, I wouldn't be speaking to you, Jake, right now, if I didn't have the passion for this, uh, and then following up on that passion, right. Uh, putting yourself in a place, volunteering, um, or raising your hand to be that person that, that takes on the, you know, all right, I'm creating the schedules this year for, for, uh, you know, for our league, for the baseball program, you know, or I'm taking on the sports rep do, duty. Uh, for your league. I just, you got to have the passion. Uh, and that is something that uh, once again, if you don't have it, I've, I feel like it, you will, you struggle uh, in this space. Cause a lot of times I, I, I lean on that passion um, to carry me through very stressful times. Um, the second thing uh, is um, relationship building. Uh, relationships are, uh, relationship building is a huge part uh, of being an athletic director. As I mentioned before, my, my, my previous job, I didn't have uh, athletic facilities and I had to work relationships to be able to uh, get space uh, for our teams. Um, but now, uh, now that I am in a space that has, you know, some <laughs> athletic facilities, we're still going off campus for some of it, but it's the relationship building that I have uh, with vendors, uh, with other athletic directors, networking uh, with them. It's just, you know, being able to connect certain people uh, to certain things. You never know your connection somewhere might lead uh, something for your student athlete um, who may be passionate about a field and a connection that you have, you can help them to gain that. So that, that, um, that relationship building is a huge part um, of our job. Uh, and then uh, the third thing, um, I would say is just um, care, uh, having that care for uh, the people that you work with. Um, it is something that that uh, you know has has gotten me uh, to where I am today. You know, I have coaches that that probably wouldn't have been at the school that I was at previously uh, if they didn't felt cared for and supported. Uh, by me as an athletic director. Uh, you know, sometimes there, there are things that you need to, uh, you know, you might be sort of uh, not as comfortable doing and you have to lean, once again, as I said earlier, lean into that discomfort uh, and figure out ways in which you can support uh, your coaching staff. Uh, I think it's a really big, big tool uh, to have, uh, is to have that care for, for the people that work for you. Uh, and, 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 yeah, I, don't, I just, uh, I really enjoy uh, meeting new people. I really enjoy interviewing the interview process uh, and, 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 and bringing people in and mentoring those coaches, but caring for them uh, is something that I, I really pride for. Wow. All uh, great tools. And, uh, you know, I think that caring uh, really came out during your interview today. Um, one more time, uh, if our listeners want to reach out and pick your brain a little bit, how can they get in touch with uh, Carlos Reed? Yeah, so best uh, best uh, place to reach me is via email. So cread at bishopodow.org. Uh, that's B-I-S-H-O-P-O-W-O-W-D.org. Bishopodow.org. So cread at bishopodow.org. Okay, Carlos Reed, Certified Athletic Administrator. Thanks so much for being on the podcast today. Thank you for having me, Jake. Can't wait to hit, listen. For our regular listeners, remember the Zoom recordings of all of our interviews are uploaded to the Educational AD Podcast YouTube channel. We appreciate you listening today. Come back again next time for another episode of the Educational AD Podcast. And before we go, we want to say thanks to Wall of Fame by Vital Signs. Remember, they're on a mission to bring your school's legacy to life.
They've got a variety of interactive touchscreen consoles and an entire library of templates to help recognize the athletic achievements of your students, both past and present. Let them help you showcase your school's diverse history and your proudest moments and go to vitalsignswalloffame.com. You can also call them at 614-981-3589 or email them at sales at vitalsignswalloffame.com. That's sales at vitalsignswalloffame.com. Once again, we want to thank everyone for listening to the Educational AD Podcast. You heard our guest today, Carlos Reed, give a shout out to uh, some of the uh, sponsors whose products he uses at his school. And again, we're very proud of all of our sponsors. So uh, please uh, visit them, give them a chance to tell you how they can help your athletic program uh, become even better. And as always, uh, please continue to listening to the Educational AD Podcast, our uh, Tuesday and Thursday segments, uh, Wednesday Wisdom, and of course, our interviews. Uh, thanks again. Hope you have a great day. We'll see you next time on the Educational AD Podcast.